Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our wonderful, lovely guest is my twin, Leo Howard. I'm back, baby. And you guys might have um, seen a TikTok with him recently. That's research. Oh, clapping erasers. Yeah. And um, you you might know him from uh, Disney Plus. Now Disney Plus. I'm I'm I. And a show called Freakish on uh, Hulu. Speaking of TikTok mm-hmm. and Freakish, someone posted a TikTok essentially that there was a chemical leak at like 
their like in their town and they were trapped in their high school and I was like, bitch, we got you covered. Is this the plot of our show that got canceled? <laughs> Didn't um, get canceled, just ran its ran its course, you know, uh, after for, a second season. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Every show lot. gets canceled, everyone. Every show I, gets canceled. Do you still get DMs of people being like, what happened in the end? And I was like, I, I still don't get DMs know. about uh on kicking it one of the characters um got fired uh I think th- between second and third season. Yeah. And I still get DMs. It's like Hey, what happened to Eddie? I'm like, I don't know. I don't and also, I get DMs about like, hey, let's bring kicking it back. I'm like, it's been six <laughs> years, literally six years. Everyone forgot. That's <laughs> no. so. Also, how old were you? Like, how old was your character when? It, were you playing your own like same age? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's high school. I think we started when I was 13, 14, yeah. and then it went through high school until so I was if, 17, 18. If yeah. you came back, you would be it's like Saved like, by the Bell. It's that kind of thing. If we come back as like grown adults, like, did you see the SNL so thing funny. with Saved by the Bell? It was like. Uh-uh. Uh, um, they were all back and it, they were all just miserable. You could tell they didn't want to be there. And <laughs> was, it like, was it SNL or it was, Jimmy Fallon? I'm sorry, J- Jimmy Fallon. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So guys, this is an advice podcast. Uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. So basically my concern is me and my boyfriend are approaching our, our one year anniversary and, um, I love him a lot, and, you know, he says that he does, he loves me back also, but I feel like his actions, or I feel like he's really slacking lately, because at the beginning, he was so sweet, he would do a lot for me, you know, and now it just kind of, I feel like I'm exhausting myself, because I feel like I'm, not that I'm holding up the relationship, but I feel like it's more me than him at this point. Like, he just needs to put in more effort, like him calling first, him texting first, like just some of the little things. Cause I feel like for me, at least the little things matter and they make up the bigger picture. But for him, he says little things aren't what he focuses on. But either way, it's just, I feel like he should just do it for me. And if he really loved me, he would, you know? And I'm not saying that he doesn't try, but he doesn't try, we'll say, hard enough or long enough for me to be, like, satisfied and content with where I'm at right now. So I just don't know how else to approach it and say it to him. And another thing that really bothers me is that I never received a birthday gift, and my birthday is on the same day of our sixth month and I gave him a nice little letter and he didn't give me anything for our sixth month and he didn't give me anything for my birthday and it just kind of threw me off of it because I'm not a person who really asks for anything I'm a very easy person but I would at least expect something like a letter a dinner or anything so I got <laughs> none of that and I just I don't know if it's something that I should be concerned about. It's definitely something that still bothers me to this day, which I don't know if it should or shouldn't. But do I have the right to still be upset, we'll say? Because I have talked to him about it, but I'm still upset about it. Well, thank you. If you have any advice of what I should do or why I'm feeling like this, please let me know. And, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. Oi. I want to guess that they're probably young, right? <clears throat> like high school-ish. Don't know. Maybe, maybe. God, if he if he's older than high school. 
Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's a rough situation. The birthday present thing, I think like the six month thing, like I I don't think you really, I don't know. I don't really know anyone who celebrates that, those kinds of like milestones. Um, but like, I think the birthday thing is weird and I do want to know what his excuse was. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's one of those things that I'm terrible at um, birthdays, holidays, giving gifts and that sort of thing, right? In terms of like on people's birthdays and like giving gifts, what? I don't think no. No, I'm not good at it. And I, no, I I'm don't saying, think but I'm saying, I think that's not true. No, it's it's definitely true in the fact that I'm. It's not something that like clicks in my brain, and I think about ahead of time until it's like that day. I'm like, oh shit. So, but when I'm with certain people, I have to I have to make that effort, and I know yeah. that it's important to them. Yeah. And so, like you know, you compromise on things, and you realize that that's an important thing. Like if you're dating someone and that's important to them, like you got to suck it up. Like yeah. you got to just do it. That's um. There has to have been a good excuse for that. Well, that's like, you know. Because I think it's about, about being like thoughtful and considerate. And if you don't think you're good at giving like, oh, someone's birthday and anniversary, you're thoughtful and considerate. And like, like presents for someone that you're dating, not necessarily around like their birthday or something. Like you yeah. are thoughtful and considerate. And so I think it probably for her, it feels like he's not thoughtful and considerate in those in-between moments. And then when it gets to like that big moment of a birthday, there's still nothing. So I think also you're like, it must be feel frustrating for you because you're saying that the little things matter to you. And he's saying he thinks that the big things I would consider a birthday, a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, well, I thought if anything, it was going to be there. So I do, I wish I knew what his reasoning there was because if his reasoning is that he's broke, I think like you can still do stuff. Yeah. You can make someone feel important. And I think also six months dating. And if he doesn't get you a present cause he's broke and you have that conversation about it and you can be like, you know what? Like just a letter or flowers would have been nice and fine. Like then I think that would have been like a teachable learning moment mm. because it's the first, probably like the first like celebration you've had together. So I think again, yeah. Learning curve there. Yeah. But I think now like a year in, um, I just, I also wonder if you're, I don't, I want to know what you, you want him to text you first. You want him to like take the initiative and stuff like that. If you guys have been dating for longer, I would say this is something that just ebbs and flows. And yeah, but I think because it's pretty early on, things should still be pretty fresh a year in. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and I, my gut tells me, obviously I always preface this saying, well, I don't know the whole situation. Yeah. Cause I don't, but at the same time, you can't, you can't make people care more than they do and you're never going to convince someone to care more than they want to care yeah. or more than they are able to to fit that into their lifestyle mm -hmm. right so if you're not feeling valued and you're not feeling and you never really did or maybe you did in the beginning and it fell yeah. off that quick then you know you have to respect yourself and you have to understand what kind of value you bring to things mm -hmm. and so you have to be uh, a little harsh with that and say well i'm uh, this is what i'm okay with and this yeah. is what i'm not and that's yeah. where i've always led my, led my life is going i don't I don't feel appreciated, so I'm just, I'm not going to mm -hmm. deal with this, you know? And I think also take into consideration if, uh, it do you, if you're someone who really likes doing things for people, I'm that person. I love doing shit for people. I like doing shit for my friends. I like I doing shit for, <laughs> but, but no, but there are some people where it's like, it's just not that important to them. And there's also some people who like, no, I like they it. really I, I want that. It, it can't be like a you doing all of this stuff and wanting him to do it 
back. Like, I don't want you to be doing all this stuff just because you want him to do it back. Like, take a step back and realize, like, hey, do I actually really want to be going for it and doing all of this stuff? Or am I just doing it because I want him to then do it? Mm. Because I think at that point, you just have to be like, okay, cool. Have like a conversation with him and be super honest. Because if you've had this conversation before and like nothing really has changed, I think you need to change your approach on how you have that conversation, which is you asked how to do that. And I think you just need to be like, here's the thing. I really like you. We've been dating for a year. Uh, I told you at the be- like when the birthday stuff happened, like that really hurt and that really did suck. And I feel like every time we've had this conversation, you've been like, yes, I'll get better. And it works for a little bit and then it doesn't anymore. And I'm just at this point where like, I, if I, I don't want to, I don't want to go out of my way to be the one texting you first and calling you first and doing all that stuff. So like, I'm going to take a step back. And like, if you really want to do this, then like, I need to see from you that this is what's going to happen. And I think it, you're at this point where like, I'm not a fan of ultimatums, but I think like you sound pretty fed up. I think it's ready. Yeah. And I yeah. think if he, if he wants to be that, then he can, but also there's a certain thing of like, some people are just, it doesn't matter how much you like each other. You guys are just like different in relationships and different sure. what you want. People speak different languages in, yeah. in relationships. There's also, there's this thing that happens that I see a lot. And I think it's a really unhealthy, um, flirting tactic or sort of a, a, like a foundation for a relationship. And sometimes it's with guys, sometimes it's initiated by girls, but there's a sort of thing where the more, um, maybe secure person in the relationship makes the other person feel like they can only get their validation from that person. And so it sounds a little bit like a situation where she could be chasing that kind of validation or chasing that kind of whenever he does actually approve or when he does reach out, it's like, oh my God, it's like Mm -hmm. this drug high. You Mm -hmm. feel so high and it's beautiful because you're getting it. And then all of a sudden, all those times where you don't get it, it kind of keeps you hooked until you get it again. So you got to break that chain. If that's, if that's what's going on, that's, uh, that's not a healthy uh, relationship. It's just, it's not, and I don't know if it is, but it it sounds like it could potentially be that. Yeah. And I, I, again, he, he obviously can't read your mind. And I think the, the more that, and you've said you've been upfront and honest with him and he's like changed and then not really, I think at a certain point you have to realize like, it's not the way you're communicating it. He just doesn't care enough to actually stick with it and change. And you're right. Like he should be able to like, hear what you're saying. But I think both of you just need to like, I don't want to say manage each other's like manage expectations, but I think figure out if what you're asking for is something that does really matter to you or does it matter because he's not doing it. And then the same thing with him. It's like, he needs to figure out like, okay, cool. Is this a girl I really care about? And am I willing to do these things for her yeah. without sacrificing? Do you know what I mean? Cause it's not she like, might be annoying though. No, but I'm saying if you're asking she might for be something up all the time saying, so... hey, you got to text me 24-7 when you leave the house, when you but step also, out, when you get in your car, I'll be like, get the fuck the out of here. That's the other thing, too. You also have to realize if you're the one doing something, sometimes, like, if you're the one doing it all of the time, like, you're not giving someone the opportunity to kind of, like, mm. let me show you. Like, let me text you first. Let me do all of that stuff. Mm. But it's because you can have a fear of rejection in your own relationship. It's like yeah. there's certain things that you like. Yeah. And you either like them and then if your partner's not doing them, then yeah, you have to go there and do that, but then you can't resent them for not doing that. Yeah. But I mean, I think, yeah, you have to have that last honest conversation with him, ultimatum-ish, and then see from there because it just might be that like you guys like each other, but how you guys express love is super different. And if he can't get with that, then no matter how much he cares about you, you're never going to feel like he does because he's not expressing it in how you receive it. I just imagine a man in a a reclining chair (laughs) and she goes, hey babe, how's your day? And I just, uh. Uh, uh, uh. very neanderthal like i hope to god that you guys are in high school though or like early or like late teens early 20s because Mm. if he's just like a 27 year old man who's just like uh 
Sorry, bro. <laughs> like, forgot your birthday. Man's probably got a flip phone. He just doesn't text on it. Oh, he doesn't my, text. Yeah, he's a pain in like the ass. You ever clicked through, like, <laughs> A, B, C. Good uh, memories. Well, BBMing. best of luck. Let us know how it goes. Um, I hope he's... Also, did he not gotten you, like, a replacement birthday gift? Move on. I say move on. Dump him. I don't move know. The on. birthday thing would <laughs> really piss me advice. up. Yeah, I don't know. Life's too short. You I mean, know? I returned the birthday gift Mott's got me this year, and I've been on his ass being like, so, like, can I have a different one? <laughs> I told him what I wanted it's instead. Been months. I, I no, like that, He though. finally ordered it, That's though. how I operate. If someone buys me a gift, that, yeah. and, and I'm close to them, yeah. and they spent money on it, or it, and, I'm not, and I uh-huh. really don't want it, I will tell them. I also think it's someone. I have this disagreement with people, though. No, I'm, I'm really with yeah. you. I also think, like, when it's someone that you're dating, I'm like, you fucked up by not asking me or my friends what I wanted. And I could have mm. told you that, what, a week after my seizure, I would not want a bracelet that vaguely looks like a medical ID bracelet. It's a little <laughs> triggering. Mm. Like, it just looks like she had it's a seizure. It's better than a strobe light. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, is this a strobe oh light? Oh, my God. And no, then it yeah. cushions, so when you fall down. And then he's like, do you want rings? And I was like, no, triggering. I want a small hoop earring that I can't get anything stuck in. Uh, and it needs to be clasped in the back. So that's what I'm getting. I already but know again, that. here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. He tries. 100%. He yeah. makes effort. There's yeah. effort that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important. It, yeah, it Sounds really like, is. this guy is not doesn't make effort. effort. Yeah. yeah. And it's not fun. That's no, not fun for anyone. Should we go on to the next one? I just have a little background real quick. Um, I'm 20 now. Um, I just got out of a two-year relationship. Um, when we had started dating, I wasn't really ready. So when we started talking, and then I took a break for a month to, like, I guess, by myself in a way. And then we started talking again and he had a girlfriend but she like sucked so i convinced him that she was awful and um we had um we started like friends with benefits and then we started dating and then we just kind of fell into a relationship and i mean honestly our relationship was just like we're best friends and we do everything together and then we also have sex we kind of just put a title on it um he broke up with me a couple weeks ago because he decided that he needs to find himself. And he, cause, I mean, throughout the relationship, he kind of always had anger issues and not in like, like a physical way. He didn't take it out on me. He would just find like the smallest thing from the like the smallest mistake that I made. And he'd make it, like, this huge deal, and we'd have a fight over it, and we'd try to push me away. But I always, like, fought back. I always, like, fought for us. And, I mean, it worked for two years. And then we started fighting, and um, he just turned 21, so he's been going out and partying and drinking a lot, which I definitely don't like, and he knows that. I'm very vocal about that. Um, But, I mean, he's still my best friend. I still love him. Um... I've recently moved out from his house that we were living in. Um, So I'm with my parents now again, but like we're still having sex and we're still hanging out and like I'll go over and smoke. And I just like, I don't know what to do because like he wants to come back and revisit the idea in two years. But I feel like that's a really long time. Um, but like I said, like I still love him and I'm still like I still want him. So it's just let it go. Let it, let it go. go. 
The cold never bothered me yeah, anyway. We don't have the rights. That's true. Uh, you guys are f- toxic as fuck for each other. Sounds like it. Yeah. First of all, uh, I just need to give you shit for him having a girlfriend and dating her and mm. then you convincing him and telling she sucked. And so I made him break up. I got him to break up with her. That's no it's good. Hella fucked up. And I just want like from the beginning, you fucked your relationship with him. Like you guys don't. I'm sorry. Look at <laughs> just, her. But truly. This is the first time like, I've actually heard you go in on somebody. Oh, well, no, you must not listen. Oh, yeah, you don't no, listen. No, no, on the podcast. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, no, I, no I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but I just think, like, you fucked, like, this is, you started this relationship on a basis of, like, that's manipulative and controlling. Mm. And then I'm not saying that he, you ever deserved, like, him being really angry and lashing out at you, but, like, you guys started this really fucking toxic and manipulative thing and you're both doing it to each other. And that doesn't mean either of you are like inherently bad people, but this relationship has no footing. It has no ground at all. I love analogies. I'm an analogy person. It's okay. like, it's like, it's like, check this. All right. It's like you build a house, right? Okay. Are you the being foundation a, what Adam from is Love Island? Sand, right. So if you build a house uh-huh. on sand or you build a house on stilts, right? Yeah. What happens when an earthquake comes? That house is going to fall every time, no matter how high you build the house. Mm-hmm. Still got shit foundation. Yeah. You guys have shit, shit. foundation. Um, yeah, that, 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 that bothered me for sure. And then the other thing is, um, to give you a little clarity, because I'm actually like this as a person, um, when there are deeper underlying issues, whether it's in a relationship or things, I find little things to get mad at. And that's like my way of dealing yeah. with me being unhappy. So it sounds like he is at an age where like the world is kind of opened up and the world, he feels like he's not getting to see um, what he wants to experience or experience things he wants to experience. And he's taking it out on you. So that's, that's, that's what that process is. But yeah, you guys, it sounds like you guys need a little breather and the whole the two was revisit it in two years. That's disrespectful to you. Like you shouldn't say that. Like, I yeah. don't, I'm not a fan of being like, Hey, I'm going to put a timeline on this yeah. in six months. We're going to talk again. No, no, just let it, you got to just. Yeah. Let and also heal. if he's angry with you and all of that kind of stuff and like <clears throat> he was pulling away, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I you're, agree. you're fighting <laughs> and you're like, and I'm here. I am. She's like, I'm fighting back, but I'm fighting for our relationship. You shouldn't have to fight to be with someone. If, and then at that point, like it makes sense to me why he's like, yeah, no, I need some time and some space because he probably, like you said, like they're the, these little things that he was kind of done, like that were aggravating him because of these deeper things. And then finally, when he wants to have this, like, I want to go find myself and do all of that, which to also be fair you did at the beginning and broke up with him to go find yourself. Like it does seem like all of this is on your timeline and your call and your terms. And he doesn't really have a say in any of it. And it's like, if he wants to break up and you're like, Oh, but here I am fighting for this relationship. It sounds like you want to win him, not necessarily date him. Like Mm -hmm. you have, it sounds like you're getting off on this power thing of being like, I controlled, I got him to like break up with his girlfriend. And then also like now, even though I broke up with him and I was like, I need to go find myself. Now when I'm ready, I'm going to date him. But now he wants to go, like he wants, he, we're fighting. And I'm like, no, we can't, you can't be mad at me. I'm fighting for us. I don't want to break up. And then he's like, Hey, I want to like do my own thing. And I want to find myself. And you're like, no, that's not fair. I don't want you to do that. Like, do you even like him or do you just like 
Also, why did you call in? What kind of advice are you asking for? You just gave <laughs> what, like a really shitty think? story about how, yeah. how what what a terrible relationship is. <laughs> what do I do? What, what do you? You're in it. You're in yeah. it. You can handle your business. <laughs> I think you also might like drama, which I really relate to. When I was young. like, I like anytime I was in a relationship that was easy, I was like, this is boring. But that was like that young mentality. And then finally, when it just kept blowing up in my face, and I was finally like, oh wow, you know what? Maybe this isn't as fun as I like. Isn't like as fun as I think it is because ultimately like it ends up blowing up in your fucking face and I think you need to like take a step back and I think you need to be alone and you need to work on yourself and figure yourself out too and you have to let him do that too I just don't think that this is like a good place for either of you to be also because I think like dating your friends can be great but at a certain point like if I ever like dated my friends with benefits like yeah we kind of treated each other like shit because like we were friends and we were also fucking and like it just seemed you just have too much of a handle in each other's lives I think to like have a healthy normal relationship at this point Mm. and I think like yeah be done break up like this isn't your person and I always think about it in the sense that like uh, but when I like, talk, like, talk, like, can you envision you telling your grandkids, this is how grandma and grandpa met. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I convinced him that the bitch he was dating before me was fucking psycho. And then like, dude, like, it's just, it's not, I will say my grandparents had some fucked up stories like that. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also like, and I think the longer that you've I been together. I was dating this married man and he introduced me oh, to his I other married that. man friend. And yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, I just think that like, this is like. The, everything you've said about this is toxic and no matter how much you like love someone and you want to fight for a relationship you should both be wanting to kind of work on that and like the fact that you were also kind of okay being like a not like uh being like a verbal punching bag and having him just like take his anger out on you also to me speaks volumes for like maybe you have some other shit you need to work out and i'm not here to like and again, as like, if you, if you came from like a single fit parent household or you came from like a angry household and like parents and stuff like that, like that's the shit that like we then like, oh, this is what love, this is how I see it. This is like, it doesn't have that necessarily like, it, it just happens. And I also feel like I can say that from personal experience that like sometimes like if we see love in a certain way growing up, we kind of don't even realize that that's the kind of thing that we also validate and consider love at that mm. point that it just might be that you need to have that like year long break of just figuring your own shit out and realizing like, Hey, the shit that I did to get this guy was really toxic. And when he wanted to be out and I was like, no, I'm fighting for you. That's also really toxic too. And I think like, if you care about him as much as you say that you do, you should really want him to be happy. But I do agree that the two year thing, I think that's like a weird thing. You don't do that. Also because like no one's, that's not going to happen to, it's not like six months or like, Hey, we're going to talk and get in three months. It's even, like two years. We're never going to, I'm never going to see you again. Even if you have an intention of getting back together, I think putting a timeline on it, yeah. all it does is it allows both parties to not heal. 100%. Like so, so, so whatever happens in the future, right. Is going to happen. Uh, and so if you put a timeline on it, it like makes one person hang on to hope or this, mm-hmm. that you got to let things just kind of sit and let both people heal. Yeah. And if it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah. 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 I think you need to separate yourself and take a break because. And not break up any more relationships. No, no. Cause that's karma. Like you're going to get some shit is, it's going to happen to you. And then you're going to be like, oh wow, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sucks. And also at the same time, I also think that like. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the phrase, like how you get him is how you lose them. But at a certain point, I'm like, if you could convince him yep. that like yep. he's done, yep. like wh- who's to say that someone else couldn't convince him the same thing about exactly. you? Exactly. 
Like, and that would suck. Yeah, and if you got tendencies to do that sort of thing, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think that you'll probably end up missing a lot of really great guys if this is kind of how you go about getting this guy. I think you'll miss a lot of, like, good eggs. Okay, well, best of luck. Please keep listening to the podcast. Sorry that we roasted you, Um, but I think you needed to hear it. And should we go on to the next? Basically, um, I'm in this friend group. It's me and three guys. Um, We're very, very close. I've known them all since junior year of high school. I'm 23 now. Um, But I got into a four-year-long relationship in the middle of it. Um, And um, that kind of, you know, separated us for a little bit. But basically, I've known them for a long time. Um, And when I met them at first, I started to have a crush on one of the kids, um, but ignored it when I was in my relationship, obviously. Now I'm single again and we all started getting really close again. Um, They're my absolute best friends in the world. Um, Basically closer with them than I am with my girlfriends. Um, So long story short, uh, we started hooking up now about a year ago, um, right when my relationship ended basically. Uh, And that's been great. Um, except for I, you know, fucked around and developed feelings that I swear I wouldn't do. Um, and we're just really close. Um, he tends to open up to me more than he does with anyone else. Even other boys notice it. Um, but I can't tell if it's just cause I'm a girl and I'm just easier to talk to, or if it's, you know, cause there's something more there. We just have a really good connection and, um, I don't know what to do about it. Also, he lives about three hours away right now because he's in a six-year program at school, and he won't be home for another year and a half um, permanently. We only see him during breaks, but every time he comes home, we continue um, to hook up and stuff, so we're just kind of official friends with benefits at this point, I guess. Um, I guess my question is, I don't know if I should say something because this is something that's really been affecting me um because I really really like him um but I don't want to risk ruining our friendship I don't want to risk ruining the whole friend group and I don't know if it's even worth saying something yet until he comes home once he's done with school um so I really need your help um I don't know if I got everything in or if that all made sense, but um, any advice you could give me with the situation, I would really, really appreciate it. I'm going to need a quick it. recap you from so you because okay. she – I know it was English, yeah. but it just – sometimes <laughs> words in that order don't make sense. Okay. So so let me just see. Let uh-huh. me see. So uh, yeah. three friends she was friends with for a long time from mm-hmm. childhood had a four-year relationship. She always kind of had a crush on one of the guys. Yeah sleeping with him now mm-hmm. and she likes him and wants to pursue a relationship, mm-hmm. but she's scared that it's going to mess up their friendship, which yeah. has already been messed up. So the answer is yes, pursue it because you're already in it. But also he lives far away mm-hmm. and is in a six year, like a six year program. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. See that, that's yeah. that whole that's translation, the language gap. Oh. <laughs> There's a language barrier happening. No, so English the, is my first he's, language. He's in, uh, he's still like in school in a program. So she only ever mm-hmm. sees him on breaks. Yeah. He's three hours away. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, well, Megan. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're not going to like what I have to say. Uh, first, you've already ruined the friendship. 
you've already yeah. you've already ruined can't the really friendship. go back no and even i would say even if you have feelings for someone like you were saying well you were gonna call it's like it's not like they were just gonna go away <laughs> like if you have feelings for someone like they're no longer your friend they're your crush and i think if those feelings don't continue like if they continue on there he's just a guy that you like like yeah, yeah. And she had the crush on him before yeah. they started fucking sure. while she was with someone else so yeah. that should have told you already they were fucking while she was with someone no, else no no, 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 no. no. she oh. had a crush before on him. they even started date her, the other they guy started have. dating we no, she said they started hooking up like almost immediately after yeah. she broke up with the other dude. Oh, how yeah. heartbreaking for the other dude. He yeah. always knew. Always, he always, always knew. knew. Always knew. But, hey, you hanging with? I'm hanging yeah. with Blake. Oh, Blake. <laughs> oh, his name's definitely Blake. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say <laughs> um, Chad. I was like, no, too, too, too no, typical. Too typical. Also, my ex's name. Um, Blake or Chad? Chad. I didn't date a Blake. Um, you dated a Chad. I did. I love it. Everyone I know has dated a Chad. I love it. Um, but so I, I don't know. I just think a, you've already kind of ruined your friendship, but also like, I like hate to say this, but unless, um, I don't know. I just think that like, if he, and maybe, maybe it's just, you guys have to have that kind of conversation, but I think like you guys kind of are right now, the epitome of friends with benefits and like, kind of perfect you live three hours away it's kind of yeah, great i just think that if he, at, at a point i do wonder <laughs> it's just like, uh, i don't know maybe he really 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 does like you and he's like i just can't not i can't not hook up with you we have to hook up but a part of me also thinks that like if he really did like like you and care about you there would have been a conversation before you guys just got together because it would have been like nah, the, things happen man well yeah but you I mean you know. can give the straight guy perspective like what if you this was would you hook up with a friend that you like actually really, really, really cared about yeah. without mm. and just not say anything and just be friends no, with benefits. No, I would say something. But uh, he hasn't said. It, uh, it all depends. I, I, this is a massive gray area because it all depends on one, what you like. I'm pretty intuitive with other people and I know where they're at and like yeah. what they're looking for. If I can feel that this person is expecting something I want to say, yes, there has to be a conversation because yeah. that's then I'm being disingenuous and I'm not. I'm not being totally mm -hmm. forthright with you, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a big fan of huge communication saying like, hey, this is, I can feel that this is where you're at. This is where I'm at with yeah. this. How do we meet somewhere in the middle? Or like just just opening up communication. However, I've I've been in situations before where didn't really need a conversation because there just wasn't, I didn't feel like anybody was expecting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it really just depends on the person. It sounds like there needs to be a conversation in this yeah. one specifically because- uh, there's a lot of factors muddying the water. And I mean, there's this whole unspoken thing of like, you know, you had th four years of being in a relationship and then right after the relationship ended, you went and hooked up with this person. So obviously those feelings were there. Yeah. So it sounds, and I'm sure they've had these conversations, but it, obviously it's, but what, what's the solution? My, here's my thing is what's the solution? Either they pursue a relationship or they don't mm -hmm. and they keep doing it. And then eventually it's going to blow up in their face because it, it always yeah. does. So there's really no solution unless they want to try and pursue something or not. Yeah, I think or just a little distance and then we're there together. So it's you yeah, know. I think like whatever happens, you like you're not no matter what you say, you're not at risk of losing him. You already slept with him. Like that's something that like you guys have already been there. Like your friendships already like changed. And I think like then you saying that you have feelings for him is not going to ruin the friendship. Like I think if any, if anything was going to ruin the friendship, the sleeping together would have. Any 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 guy that acts shocked to hear that after you've been sleeping together, like <laughs> you 
feelings? No, like obviously that's what we're that's what we're designed to do. Like yeah. anytime you're just like having sex with someone, like you're trying to fake what it would be like to be in a relationship with them. You're like faking this kind of intimacy mm-hmm. with someone. Even mm-hmm. people that are super guarded, like it's kind of nice to feel close to someone that just just was inside you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. But you know Literally. what I mean? I mean, I mean, I was inside, yeah. you know, but sure. similar, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 We see that but hat you got I, on, buddy. <laughs> you made out with a guy once. I did. Um, I did. But I would also say that, like, you need to figure this out because you don't necessarily know that he's not hooking up with someone at school. Like, you don't know any of these other factors. Chances and, are he probably is, based on just three hours away. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's just the, the odds of, of... And I think you need to say something because... You have feelings for him, and clearly these feelings aren't going to go away. So if he's not at the same page, you need to stop. You need to stop sleeping together because it's going to fuck you up. Like it's going to ruin you. I recommend the conversation start with "say something," because I'm giving, I'm giving up, up on, on you. you. <laughs> it's really sad, though. And I'll be the one if you want me to <laughs> hold me closer. Tiny, tiny, tiny dancer. dancer would be the next line. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> I, you just have to have this conversation, and I think like the sooner you do it, the better. I don't think you need to wait until you're in person. I think you can even like I would just do it. We have phones ASAP now. and be like, hey, here's the thing. Uh, I don't. I think you probably know that like I had like I had a crush on you before. Whatever. Josh and I started dating. Blake and. I thought Blake. his name was Blake, though. No, we agreed on Blake. <laughs> no, Blake's I thought the, his name was Blake. No, no, no. Blake's the old guy. <laughs> okay. So I, Chad's the new guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know that I had feelings for you. Well, uh, and like, because he also might be considering you as you just rebounding to him of being like, oh, she just got out of a relationship. I'm her close friend who she wants to like be close to. Like, it. I'm just a rebound. And then just say like, and I, I have like developed, like these feelings haven't gone away. And I like really like you and I've enjoyed like hooking up and like this has been really fun I just want to know where you're at because I'm at this point where like if you're not into me like that I don't think that this is something that like I feel good continuing on with because I don't want to ruin our friendship and I really want to preserve that and I think the more that we do this and if we're not on the same page I just think it's going to be really hard to like for our friendship to like for us to maintain our friendship I recommend a handwritten postcard from the city that you're in right now I think you should send it to him <laughs> from three hours away, handwrite it and, and say, I'd like your answer to be like, written back to me. Oh God. He's, it's like the letter in friends. I fell asleep. You fell asleep. And let us know what he says and don't, yeah, don't put it off. The more you put it off, the more you're just going to be caught in your feels. Okay guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there oh and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. 
Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, everybody, we're back from our break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and potential guests. Uh, I've been listening since the first episode and I'm a huge fan. Um, so, about my situation basically I started dating this guy and there are two issues and so the first one is 
the sex. Um, it's just not great, and I don't know if I want to, like, stick around and make things better. Um, he kind of seems like he hasn't really had a lot of experience, so I feel kind of bad for being, you know, a little, a little judgy about this, but he just seems, like, way too excited about just putting the penis in the vagina, and I'm like, you got to go down on me first, dude. So, yeah, not great. Um, he's also, like, when he does go down on me, not great at following instructions. I try to give them, but then it's like, hey, do these two things, and then he does the one thing, but not the other, and then if I tell him to do the other, stops doing the first thing. It's a little frustrating. Um, and then the second issue is it's just moving a little quickly for me. Uh, I met him literally two weeks ago, and we're going to New York this weekend, which I think will be super fun. Um, but now he's asking me if I want to go on his family trip to Hawaii for Christmas. It's like November. I've known him for two weeks. Like, obviously, we would need to talk about this now if I were to go, but I met you two weeks ago, dude. I don't even know if I like you yet. Well, okay, I do like him. He's very sweet. Um, he has a fun personality, and I like him a lot. Okay, a little. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just need a little bit of help figuring out if this is something that I should try to work at or just cut and run. Anyways, any advice would be appreciated. No promises that I'll follow it, though. Love you. Bye. I... Dude, I, I, he, this is like, this is the recipe. This is my perfect, this is my hell. This is a guy who sucks at going down on you and also who's like extra as fuck two weeks in. Like run, 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 run. Ooh, I want to know if he's younger than you. I feel like he might be. Um, I also am going to say something controversial and feel free to like correct me. I, me? yeah, as, uh -huh. as the male in the room. I I just feel like at like a where's the it it's a weird thing for me when someone has like an ego about sex when they're not experienced like if he's not doing what you're saying like he's not mm. doing any of that and you're giving him instructions and he's just going no to me that's like is that maybe I'm asking more of a question like to me that comes across as like an ego thing of like nah nah I got this but like what is that sex is like acting if you're talking about being good at it you're not good at it <laughs> very very true uh and yeah but like I, I'm not I don't saying know. I'm literally not having yeah. uh, that was it for this conversation that's all I'm saying <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <not your song. laughs> but I it's true just, though that I don't true. get and like with anything though I don't I don't get the whole like I there's a certain part of, like I get guys who I don't know. Like for me, like I've had guys who've gone down on me who like it sucked, but it wasn't like I like, I don't know, like I didn't care enough to correct them. But like if you're caring enough to correct, like why would you not listen or follow that as a guy? Do you uh, know what I mean? Like what's absolutely, absolutely. There's you're being there's handed no... a guidebook of being like, how do you make me come? And he's like, that don't need this shit. I got the notes. <laughs> I got, I'm gonna improvise. She's you're been like, doing this for years and years and years. <laughs> she knows what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird to me. <laughs> Use this finger. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. I'm gonna do something mm. completely yeah. different. No, listen, man. What are you doing? Like, listen, listen up. Yeah. Just, just pay attention and, you know. And I think the the part that's like, as much as 
I don't know. I just think like the moving too fast thing and all of that stuff. I think that to me is a huge, huge, huge red flag. You can't unmeet the family. No. Once and you're there, like that's 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 like family knows about, you know, so like, yeah. make sure you're ready for that. That. But I think it's even past making sure that you're ready. I think you also have to think about how is it going to be? How is our relationship going to be perceived by his parents if Boundaries. they're meeting me like a couple weeks in? What are they going to think of me? Boundaries. Are they going to treat our relationship seriously? All of that kind of stuff. I just think that like. I'm a big believer of being on the same page with people. And if you're not on the same page, then it's just, it, I don't think it's worth it because someone's always going to get hurt or someone's always going to feel uncomfortable. And like, I, I just think that like at this point, like he's moving so fast. And if you like, if I, I mean, yes, I think there's something like pump the brakes and saying like, Hey, I really like you, but like, I do want to kind of take things a little bit slower but for me, it's a massive turnoff at that point because I also turn it into being like, you don't know me that well. Like, why are like, why am I kind of being to make this another acting analogy? Why am I being cast as your girlfriend already when like I have an audition? Like I'm in the process of this. It's it's like imposter syndrome essentially of being like mm -hmm. I'm suddenly now meeting your family and doing all of this kind of stuff, and it doesn't. It, if it were me, I wouldn't necessarily feel like. I'm at that place where I feel comfortable enough that like that person like knows like the shitty stuff about me. Like I'm still on, like I'm not farting. Like I'm like, I'm so cute. Like I don't, yeah. I mean, I always I fart, but like, I do, do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's one of those things that it feels like Very I don't, so. I want to kind of know that we're solid and we've been through something together and like we've made it to this point and we've dealt with shit that like, yep. it's solid. For me as, as again, as time goes on, what I learn huge about relationships and just not that doesn't mean romantically, it's just relationships with people in general. Setting precedence in the beginning is very important. Mm -hmm. You can't usually move backwards from boundaries, right? Yeah. So it's really important to set boundaries in the beginning. And you have to figure out what you're comfortable with and what you're not and where you want to go. That's what you owe to any kind of relationship. It's not fair to say, well, I don't really know what I want. Like, figure it out. You have to figure out what your intention is with this, yeah. right? And if and, and then be honest to it. So there's a huge thing I see with a lot of people where they're either scared to, uh, they're just scared to make boundaries or, or do things that, that are maybe, or they get pushed into doing things that they're not comfortable with when there's clear moments to say, Hey, this is the boundary I'm comfortable with. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. That's okay mm -hmm. to say, like, it's okay as a human being to say, no, I don't want to do that. Or yeah. I'm going to, I'm not going to do this or, you know. And if it's the so, right person, it's not going to affect your relationship at all. And I will say the first relationship I've had like really clear great boundaries and was Mots and I when we first started dating I was very much like I don't want to define the relationship right now I don't want to be like I was like I'm not ready for any of this kind of stuff and it got to a point then when I was ready for it or like saying I love you or anything like that he like very much I mean if he got drunk he would always say he loved me but it was like sweet like I it see, was that's, never that's a point that's a, that's a precedence pressure. thing but that's a precedence thing for me that I always tell myself like if I have not said this sober like I, I won't like I, no, I just exactly. you know what I mean and he knew I wasn't ready for any of that stuff and then by the time that like I wasn't calling him I'd be like that's, no, a, no, no, that's no. a specific it, example of like what I mean by exactly. that exactly yeah. but then it gets to a certain point where like for me it was these things that I was like oh I really I now want to say it. I really want him to say it. it's no longer me being like shit what's if he says it what the fuck am I gonna say and mm. there was no longer this panic and it was like yeah, me wanting to say it and then when it happened I was like wow this is great like you've been you've been at this level from like a couple like a while into dating and I like you you waited for me to get there and I felt zero pressure at all yep. and that's an amazing that's really feeling nice. and I think like this what he's doing right now and like the inviting you doing all of that kind of stuff. I also think again, if I was in the situation, I'm like 
there's no way that the, I'm the only girl you've done this with. Like, this is just what you do. This doesn't make me feel special because this isn't like personalized to me. And also these like life moments and these like life, like markers of like meeting the family, going on trips, they're not going anywhere. They're going to happen eventually. It just, they don't have to happen all at once immediately. It's making all of these like fantastic and great, like, like forward in your life decisions when things are going awesome. And it's really hard to like, it's you, it's hard to think about when shit's not going well, Mm. but if you make these like plans and for the future and all of this advanced stuff, when things are going really great, Mm. I just think it puts a lot of pressure on like a really new relationship to succeed. And then there's Mm. like sort of like an obligation of like, again, this just feels like love bombing to me, which like is a term that usually is used in like (laughs) abusive relationships. And I'm not saying that this was, that's what this is at all, but it's like the overkill and doing all of this kind of stuff. And like, you're being showered with all of this kind of like extra sort of stuff that it becomes something that like that you sort of kind of need and you hold on to and you seek, even if it's not something you really wanted right off the beginning, like you're being bombarded by all of that stuff. And then it's just a lot to like hold, like, I don't know, like to hold up to of being like, wow, like it's a lot of pressure to meet his family and all of this stuff that I also think, I don't know for, again, obviously this whole thing is from my perspective, but like, it just feels like not that you owe him something, but it does, it feels like the relationship stakes are so much higher because like there are these things that he's already like been like, I want you to come do this. I want you to come do this. I want you to come do this. And you're like, wow, he must like me so much. I really have to like him just as much as he likes me. No, you know, we're not addressing the elephant in the room here. That he's bad at going down on her. Well, I don't, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to point the blame here because you're, you're not good at something unless you're taught how to be good at something. The big issue is that he's not listening. Yeah. That's the issue. It's not that he's not good at it. Cause like you, you just have to learn. You have to listen. Like I was like, you, you mm-hmm. very rarely are just no people naturally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like anything. Like if you start playing mm-hmm. tennis, usually you're, you suck at it yep. until someone that knows what they're doing is like, Hey, do mm-hmm. this. So it's just, you got to listen. Like, I think it's worth a conversation for you to say, like, you got to tiptoe around these sort of things. Cause you don't want to make someone feel shitty. Like, it, it, you can get in someone's head. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both ends though. If I, if I'm dating a girl and she's not good and I literally was like, Hey, you need to listen well, to me because this is not good. You would never do that. I, I, exactly. And I, I'm saying that I don't think that that's appropriate in any circumstance yeah. unless there's a, a shitty things going on, blah, blah, blah. But, but at a certain point, if she's, if she's to be straight, holding him. You got to be careful. You got to tiptoe a little bit, I think. But I think she already has been. I think mm-hmm. that's what, like, when he's down yeah. there and being like, okay, a little more to the right, a little this well, way. And we're when you're putting not it listening. in our mind, though, that it's, it's, it's him going, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what I'm but doing, right? is he deaf? Like... Are you squeezing his just ears shut with your thighs? Maybe he's not coordinated. Maybe he just, Maybe I don't he doesn't know the difference between his left and his right. Maybe he's just confused. Dude, I have, a friend, might, have a friend that has to do this. I have a friend that has to do this. And his left <sighs> yeah. are different from different angles. So. You've just fixed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to remind him which way is right and left. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he's got to listen. I think if I heard the conversation, I would envision it going something like, hey. Not when they're having, so. They're no, not, okay. no, it's got to be after. Okay. It's, yeah, okay. I don't think, I think you got to separate the before business after. and uh, okay. business and pleasure, pleasure here. <laughs> but what's better? Would you rather have the conversation before to prove yourself or after to be like, hey, that wasn't good? After. After? I think, uh, no, no, wait. Um, a correction of errors meeting. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it can be near any time that you guys have recently had sex. Okay, I think okay. it's got to be like, you know, the next day, whatever you're at lunch. Hey, I'm in wanting person? to talk to you about this, right? I think, oh yeah, in person, okay. of course. Um. I'm always for in person mm-hmm. with, with all those kind of conversations. Cause you got to read people. You got to, yeah, you miss this kind of connection. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say? Um, look, I, I like, if she likes, I like you, this mm-hmm. is all good. Um, 
I want you to listen to me. This is like there's there's a couple things that you could be doing, and it could it's fine, but it could be really good. You yeah. Know? So it's like you're beating around the bush a little bit. And you're not you're not you're not like tell him you suck at this. You need to get better. Because like no, yeah, you know. Wanna, I mean, I, I assume she likes guys. You want to crush him. Yeah. Because that's a shitty thing to hear on anyone. Like you suck. Like this that, is terrible. Oh, that would break my heart. I've never told a girl that she was bad at giving head. No way. No, I've never said you're bad. I try to <laughs> give. No, exactly. So I'd be, I'd be like, hey, do this, do this, yeah. do this, right? Yeah. Some of them don't listen. Okay. Uh-huh. And then Fuck you're like, oh, I just, gosh. Just, uh, fine, whatever. Well, and then you could direct them to the podcast because we literally have uh, an, t- two episodes where we basically give tutorials, which you would hate because you hate when I talk about specifics of like giving head. You're like, I can't listen to you talk like this. No, it's fine. I just I just listen. And and I'm Tyler, like, oh, I do, I do like that. That's you fine. You and I'm Tyler are both just like, I was talking about it with someone and I just look over and you and Tyler are both like, what are you saying? I remember there was one time that I called Megan and I go, dude, this girl did this. And she's going, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was like, it was uh, the craziest thing. Uh, and you were like, I was uh, like, yeah, no, was this- like, oh yeah, one hand. And and and, and, and there was, and, and she was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now, Shit. <laughs> I mean, we have basically, I got, we actually got a couple of rev- reviews we from have. listeners who've been like, I gave like, I took all your voice, like my boyfriend says thank you. Like it was mm-hmm. the best full job of his life. Yeah. So if you ever date a girl who's not good at it, you can just direct them to the podcast. Yeah. But I don't know. I also think I want, I want you listener to be, to be, I mean, not listener, caller. I mean, you're hopefully listening to, I think you also need to figure out, um, if, and this kind of relates back to like the other call when you're talking about the boyfriend in the situation, if uh, this, like him coming on really strong and all that stuff is making you not super attracted to him. And that's also kind of why the sex is suffering. And this is like your body's way of being like, hey, we're not into this guy because I've also very much been Mm -hmm. there. And sometimes it's a little bit easier because like, historic I mean no, we're so used to like hearing the conversation about like fuck boys and guys who are blah 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 and like you deal with guys who are like our shit never call you back there's also like a terrible breed of guy which I think is worse is the guy who like is so extra and love bomby and you're like this is so corny and cheesy and I don't believe you and then it comes to being like oh but that's like if I don't want the fuck boy and then there's this guy who's so nice there there's some there is a person I have a nickname in the middle what my friends and I call him whipper nickels whipper <laughs> That's my. Those I are whipper nickels. Those are whipper nickels. Then you have two. There's nickels. another one. There's whiffin poofs, which are a slightly more feminine whipper nickel <laughs> in the relationship. Like very whipped, very you know. Whiffin poof. Isn't that like it's a the singing group. Yeah, 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 name at Harvard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that from. Uh, uh, but whipper nickel. That's that's a whipper nickel. Okay. So wow, especially I'm so someone glad that we have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that there's. But you would walk down the road and be like, "That's, that's a whipper nickel. That's a whipper nickel." We're gonna use that on the show because we talk about these kinds of guys. And I hope you say whipper nickel though. You have to. I'll put it. I'll write it down, and you're gonna have it as a little. Whipper nickel and whiffin poofs. Okay. <laughs> I just think that like sometimes it can feel like if you've been single and you've been turning down, you've been like dealing with fuck boys that this is like, why do I not like this? Because this is too extra. There is like, there is an in-between. And so I think like the sex part could also be a reason of why. And that might be the reason why you're like, well, I can, I can stop dating him because of the sex stuff. I feel bad not dating him because like he likes me too much. Don't, don't worry about that. But I would also figure that out. My own personal advice, I think it's too much and I would not be cool with this. And I think there are some people, though, who love this shit, who people are like very cool with this people shit. People love whipper nickels. 
But whippernickels they did whippernickels. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And you're not a whippernickel. So like let him, I would say let him find a whippernickel and find, and you'll be able to date someone who's in the in-between. Because I dated a whippernickel uh, once and it was, I was thing. like, fuck this. Yeah, there's a lot of biology to to sex and like some people like fit together better, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there's also, there's a whole like game and build up to mm-hmm. every part of it. And that is really what puts it over the edge. Yeah, he's going to rip his dick if he's just sticking it right in you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there's a whole like take yeah. Thing, Build me up, Build Buttercup. Eggs. That's that is literally everything. Uh, yeah, Build oh my me God. up, Buttercup. Yeah, and also like that's like the. Uh, but whippernickels are known thing. for not building, uh, building up. That's that's a maybe whippernickels are all of the guys who stuck it in dry, except the guys who were drunk. <laughs> that's I told you, you can rip your dick that way. It's I'll, happened several times. Multiple. You can rip your dick. Our callers yes. have called in. The guys have stuck it in without like. Usually it's because they're all drunk and they're like, oh, we're if, if they're not whippernickels, they're just drunk guys and they're dating. I don't oh. want to say it's all consensual and all of that stuff, God. but like they're not taking the time and then they rip their dick. You can't get hard for six months, is mm-hmm. it? And you're apparently it bleeds so much because all the blood has rushed to your boner and you're bleeding everywhere. That will never happen to me. Good. That's good. In my life. Get them all wet. Get mm-hmm. them all wet and ready. Good wet sex. You're like, don't well, all right, worry. Pal. <laughs> don't worry. I'm good. I'm good. No, but There's I just. There's a flood of coming. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think this is kind of your body's way of telling you that you're, I don't know. My body rejects him. Yeah, 100%. Actually, I was going to say, you're like. No, I've had text people afterwards where I'm like, my vagina did not like that. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like, the, and like, you're like, the next year, like, I don't feel, that doesn't feel, mm. this is not what I want to be. Mm. Yeah. It's not a good time. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, um, give us an update. Let us know how it goes. Um, and uh, hashtag whippernickels. <laughs> On to the next. I'm actually calling back um, with some additional advice. If you could give me some, that would be great. Um, you actually answered my question on the episode with Kelsey Dara about um, me wanting some advice on how to get over my ex. Um, well, my baby daddy, even though I still have to deal with him as, well, my baby daddy. Anyways, that relationship and that situation is all, well, not long gone. It still hurts, um, especially because, you know, he automatically got into a new relationship. So that's fun. Um, and I have to see them all the time. And that's a whole different story. But anyways. I wanted some advice for myself since it was so easy for my ex to get into a new relationship. I was wondering what kind of advice you had for trying to get in, maybe not even into a relationship, but on how to get comfortable with um, kind of going out again. I do go out often with my friends um, and I'm not, you know, the type of girl that guys are the first ones to kind of go up and ask to dance or do anything or grab a drink. I'm not really that person. I have really hot friends and they all always get asked before I do. You know, they're very, you know, skinny and pretty and I don't see myself as that. Um, so I don't not, you know, the first one that guys are walking up to and asking. Um, so I don't really have a lot of self-confidence in that. Um, I've tried dating websites, all different kinds. They're cool, whatever, but I haven't really found any like honest connections or um, enough, you know, confidence in one single person or comfortability to in order to go out with somebody. Um, and that just could be because I'm shy. Um, my ex and I dated for he's all I've really known for the last like seven, eight years. And he's the only person 
well, the second person I slept with, but I mean, the only one that comes to memory because he's the only one that I had, you know, off and on sex with for the longest time. Um, so I'm really comfortable with that. So I think I'm, you know, kind of nervous on getting intimate with somebody else or um, getting comfortable with the thought of even, you know, sleeping with somebody else or having sex with somebody else. Um, I am ready to move on, but I've just needed some advice on kind of some ways you think that I could um, either boost my confidence or be more comfortable around guys and trying to, you know, put myself out there in the best way um, for the best outcome. Um, so if you have any advice for me, that would be great. Um, you gave me some great advice before, and I would love to hear your advice. Thank you so much. She had the baby, right? Mm-hmm. She's not pregnant anymore. No. Okay. Apparently we disagree. On the, a I little actually, bit. We I may not. We may not. Disagree. We might actually not. I don't. Th- I, I think that what you thought I was saying is not. Yeah. What, so, um, do you? Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so what we were saying is while well, the call was going on, as I was like, she, she was talking about getting back to dating. Yeah. And I got this really weird thing. I had a friend growing up um, that was part of a, a single mother mm-hmm. and dated a lot and had a lot of guys come into the house and the kid okay. thought we're that on a these different were, yeah the ki- okay. kid thought that these I mean, were, we're dads like yeah a year she'd yeah. date this guy for a year date this guy for a couple months but kid had eight yeah. dads yeah and it's just hard for a kid to adjust i feel like figuring out parental figures mm-hmm. right and so there is a a part of me that's like you got to do what's best like when you have a kid this is how i look at it the attention kind of changes from me to the kid. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's when I, when that happens, if it happens, uh, I feel like I'll, it'll, it'll yeah. be a very different me. You know what I mean? Um, so there is a lot of factors to account, I believe in dating with a child and who you're exposing your child to. And mm-hmm. you're being very careful that you are not exposing your child to someone that you don't know, because you know, how many years can you date someone yeah. and not know who they are? That's yeah. all, you know. So um, that's that's where I was going with that is I think it's, it's it, you got to be very careful um, no, and with I, that situation. Yeah, and I don't. It's not the same. Doubt, right? No, yeah. yeah, and I also don't doubt that you won't be. I think part of the reason why it's been harder for you to move on is because, like, because of that. I think because you have sure. a kid at this point. It's a lot of pressure involved. And also I think, like, you're just, like, You've got your shit way more together than probably a lot of the people that you're dating. Well, she's had to. She's yeah. literally you're you've in a situation to grow you have up to so much more than like your peers and your friends yes. and all of that stuff that I think you probably are holding people to a much deserved higher standard and I think like but it thins the pool. 100%. And I think from there I think you need to figure out like who cares if you have a kid, you have sexual needs. Like you have needs to, like there's a point of like, if you like figuring out what you need and what you want right now, like, do you want a boyfriend? Like, do you just like need to hook up with someone? Do you need to like spend time with like an adult who's like sexually attracted to you? And like, you're not spending all of your time just like, you need to have that self-care time. And that self-care time can come in the fact of like, feeling like I want to feel sexy. I want to feel val. I want, I want all of that. And that has like nothing to do with like being a mom or being a kid. I just think that like, if you're going to be going out with like, let's presumably your friends are like all like young and none of them are parents. I think like you also need to figure out if you want to hook up with someone or if you want to date someone. Cause I think if you want to date someone, I think it's going to be pretty hard for you to go out with a group of your friends. And if you're saying that you feel like pretty insecure around your friends, that's hard. Like that's so incredibly hard. And I think that's not going to make 
it's not going to make you like you want it when you're going out to meet someone, you want to feel good about yourself. You don't want to feel like, oh, shit, my friends are so like, I don't like this makes me feel kind of shitty. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that, like, your friends are cuter than you are. I think you just might have a complex about that. And like those insecurities are being amplified. So I think you need to put yourself in a position of if you want to like if you want to get into a new relationship, which I also think is totally fine. I think at that point, it's dating people who are older than you. I think it's dating apps. I think it's like meeting potentially meeting people who are like other single parents or anything like that. Because if you're going to go try if you're like, I forget how old you are, but if you're like 22 and you're going out to a bar with a bunch of other 22 year olds. It sucks, but yeah, they're pro- some of the guys are probably going to pick the one who doesn't have a kid. And like, it totally sucks, but it's just like based on the fact that like those people are self-aware enough to know that like, hey, I can't handle that yeah. right now. And they're it's a blessing. Like you don't want to have that Saving in your everyone's life. Time. But I think it is going to be different for you also because um, you aren't going to be going out as often as your friends. And so like there's more pressure on those individual nights. And so I say do the stuff that makes you like have a good time. And if you aren't having fun going out with like, let's say all of your friends, you're all 22 and everyone's single and they're trying to get guys. If that just like makes you feel kind of shitty, don't use that as your one night off from being a mom. Like hang out with like like, like two or three friends who don't make you necessarily feel insecure. And maybe it's not so much about uh finding that validation through like guys coming up and talking to you maybe you just like have some fun girl time and build up your self-confidence that way before you put that like hey i need this guy to make me feel more confident again i had a or i have a friend uh she's in her probably late 30s and her kid now is i think he's 16 uh she had a pretty quick uh affair with a guy that had some substance abuse problems Mm -hmm. Uh, had this child and I look at her situation and she has done the best job as being mm. a single mother. She doesn't have a lot of money. She works really hard. Single moms she, are like fucking she's super a superwoman. She is. And she raised and this dads, kid. But yeah. yeah but, but yeah, she raised this kid. She really didn't date date till yeah. the kid was, I think he was eight or nine or 10. And she would never expose him to what she was doing. Like, of course, she had Mm -hmm. needs and things like that, right? And then as time goes on, she would date guys with other kids and, like, older guys. And she, like, she really navigates it well of of not – she's keeping the kid very separate from from her relationships until she gets to a point where she goes, okay, he can understand the difference between, you know, this is someone that I want him to emulate. You know what I mean? Mm Because you you just kind of do have that responsibility as a parent, man or woman. Like, you – when you bring someone around your kid, kids are impressionable. Mm -hmm. This is – they're like sponges, so mm-hmm. they they will emulate who they're around. So if you bring someone kind of shitty into the household, yeah. kid might start emulating that. So you got to be – that's your job as a parent is to, to control your your kid's surroundings mm-hmm. and to create someone that, that you know, is happy and you're proud of. And, yeah. You know, yeah, and I think the most important thing in order to do that is to take that time for yourself because mm-hmm. I think if you don't date and you don't put yourself out there and you just, like, wait, I think it's going to be – I don't know. I don't think your individual needs are being met because you have needs as like a woman and a mom. And I think you also have to address like what you need as a woman because I think that's going to make, I don't know. I think it'll make you, I'm sure you're already a great mom, but I think it'll make you like an amazing mom. And I think it's also going to help. So you're not in another situation like you were with like your shitty baby daddy. I think like you can kind of take this as a really great opportunity to not get so like not be like completely immersed in someone's life right off the bat. Like you kind of have this like built in like wall and buffer of being like, this has to go slow and date and all of that kind of stuff to like figure that stuff out. I think it's where we disagree. Cause I don't think, I don't think I would for a while. You wouldn't. I don't I think mean, I would date at all. I, I, I just, I think 
like the response. But teach his own. I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm just saying for me, I, I've thought about it and I don't think, I think I would purposely shut that side of me down for a, yeah. a while. But I think it's, it's like, I think that's, it's just hard because I think yeah. like it's also and, alone. Dif- I get, I get and it. it's also different like as a mom than a dad like a mom like literally sure. your body's depleted you've like mm. given this kid like everything yeah, there's at hormonal a certain things happening yeah. in your body and yeah, like sure. if he if her baby daddy's moved on with somebody else and everything like that like in or- you need to be happy like and you need to be happy and if being in a relationship and putting yourself out there is going to be happy you'll mm-hmm. be a better mom yeah, but if for you true. if you could if you had a kid mm-hmm. and putting yourself out there wouldn't make you happy and yeah, you could be you're very much right it, it's just yeah. a level of where you need to be it's yes. like no judgment on what anyone needs or wants it's just about you have to figure out what it is that you personally need as long as the kid plays it which obviously it does it's like in my mind but as you long have to as the put kid on your your mask before you put on somebody else's sure yeah and yeah. the idea is that if obviously if you're more happy in your life you're going to raise a much more well-adjusted human if being. if you take care of you you can yeah. take care of somebody else but yeah. if you're not taking care of you yeah. you're but not able to i've also seen situations where people look at getting their own and really just the hell with the, you know what I mean? But I, I, also don't think that, that. But I also think, I think we're agreeing because I don't think that's taking care yes. of you either. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Okay, okay. I think that, I think oh. if you're trying to get your, I think if it's like a revenge or a vindictive sort of that. thing, I don't think it's coming from like your own happiness. I think it's coming from like, I'm dealing with shit and I'm trying like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes, I totally, I, I, I yeah. very much agree I with that. I think seeking yeah. happiness is going to be a really great thing for you. But yeah, I, I would say if you also, if you have friends who are other single moms, I would definitely like as much as your friends who are, not don't have kids and all that stuff. They're really great. You guys are at really different points in your lives. And I think you also might feel a little bit of, not that you don't love your kid, but a little bit of resentment of like, wow, they have all this kind of stuff. I got the solution. Just go over, poke some holes in the condoms in all of your friends' houses. (laughs) You'll have a lot of quick baby mom friends. Mommy and me group. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be sweet. It'll be all cute and sweet, all different ages, like the little Verizon bars, you know? (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I, I, I've got, I've I got like her, you know, I, you listen to so people and you just get, and you get yeah, and mm-hmm. like, but even that, like, she's just, she's, she's now in a situation that she's in and she's yeah. taking ownership and she is doing, it sounds like she's doing the right thing and just trying to deal with it. And I, I don't know why I just, I like her. I yeah. like her a lot. She seems and very I also, sweet. We, I'm pretty sure we, anytime there's baby daddy advice, we're pretty, um, <laughs> tough love oh, sure. on it. And it makes me, there's like, not, a, there's not excuses for a, no, yeah, there's a hundred percent. And yeah. I think like, uh, I, just, I, I always say it's like, nice I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. not ever be involved in. Well, and that speaks volumes of you versus a lot of these yeah, shit dudes. I, just, I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. So now it's time. You obviously know this because you're a huge fan of the show. Mm. It's now time for. The the time. <laughs> the time for things to it's happen. It's time mm-hmm. for. Don't. Don't blame me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole podcast. Don't blame Yourself. Never blame yourself unless it's your fault. <laughs> them. Time for don't blame them. Um, so this is when listeners will they call in their with their responses to uh-huh, the, their own advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, their own advice? No, they give their own advice if they've been through something from a previous episode that we've talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own Yeah, with the responses. Yeah. yeah, to our response. Yeah. Or yeah, other yeah. people's response. Uh-huh. The other guests. For sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> time for don't blame them <laughs> on don't blame me. Let's go. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and guests. I'm calling in in response to the episode with Claudia and Phineas, where um, a girl called in about being really nervous because all of her relationships had ended in cheating and kind of having that haze around her that that's what was going to happen next while her boyfriend was starting his musician career. And I just wanted to kind of give some advice. I mean, you guys gave great advice. I, I'm in a similar situation. I've been in 
my I'm in a relationship now with my boyfriend. We've been together for almost 10 months, and my two past relationships have gotten cheated on brutally, just awful. Like, with my girlfriends or with, like, a close friend, it was just the worst. Um, so what I did with my boyfriend is I basically, when we started talking and decided to be in a relationship, I told him straight up, I was like, look, I have cheating problems as far as, like, thinking everyone's cheating on me um, and thinking that, it's just going to end that way because everyone I've been with has done that. No matter what I've like done to kind of try to make sure that I see everything, it's always happened. And um, I just told him, I was like, that's something that I'm working on, not having that idea of everyone, but I just want you to know that it might, it's something that is going to affect our relationship because it's all I know. And he was very receptive and we're 10 months into the relationship now. And whenever I have things like that, I'm like, Hey, I'm having a day where my brain's telling me that like trust isn't really working out or that like, I don't know that something's going on and he'll sit there and he'll reassure me. And he's really a fantastic guy. But I think like they said, just be completely open with him and let him know that, Hey, it's not you, but it's the fact that this is all I know. And I have to see something different for my brain to realize that that's not how things go. And hopefully in my experience and hopefully it'll be like mine where he'll be really receptive and kind and kind to help you through it and work through it with you. And it's gotten a lot better for me and I hope it gets a lot better for you, but yeah, just open communication and let him know that, you know, this is what you're going through and see if he can just kind of do it with you and, um, and if he's a good guy, he will. And if he's a good guy, he will care for you through it. But best of luck. Have fun in your relationship. That's so exciting. Go to his shows and support him because that's honestly the best feeling. Um, I know as someone dating, also perform myself. Good luck. Have fun. Love the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs> sweet. That's very sweet. That's sweet. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just I also love when people just reiterate the advice we gave. But I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah. so we're extra right. Um, just confirmation. Yeah. Life's full of, like, confirmation. Yeah. I think it's, it's yeah, it's 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 very um, validating once you can, like, open up. And also, if you, like, open up to a guy and you're like, yeah, I got cheated on my last relationship. And he's like, sorry, bitch. Like, I'm just going to keep doing me. Like, I don't, that doesn't really happen. I think there's nothing really bad happens from opening up to someone and being like, hey, mm. I got cheated on. Like, uh, I need, I'm going to be a little skeptical about certain things like i'm just gonna need reassurance like you would never just be like fuck you no yeah yeah like, yeah if there's you ca- obviously yeah if you care yeah. you're gonna make an effort or if you don't you're not gonna make an effort just, exactly i don't think there's any there's nothing there's no nothing bad's gonna come from saying that there's no bad i mean maybe but at that point you'd be like wow you're a fucking terrible person well, actions just speak louder than yeah. words and i mean if you have issues then yeah. that, that's part of you having boundaries mm-hmm. too that we Look talk about yeah. everybody dating musicians whoa Rolls his eyes also is a musician. Uh, no, I wouldn't classify. I wouldn't say I'm a musician. I'm like an kind actor of slash musician. <laughs> I hate. I hate telling people. I lie. I you lie. lie? People, yeah, I lie when people tell me. Ask me what I do. What do you say? Depends on the person. But I. I, I don't know. I say. Do they have your Instagram? I mean, these obviously, I'm not gonna lie. You to mean like, like Uber that. drivers? Yeah, just out, just out meeting people. What do you tell like, people you do? Uh, either like property manager or no we're fucking for, yeah, way. They yeah. look at your face and they're like, "Nah, you got a face for the still, movies." I don't want to get into it, but you know why? Because it's always like, well, yeah. "What have you oh, done?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You no, sit the there worst fucking is, listing off your resume. is there something I would have seen you in? And yeah. you're like, "What have I, I seen you in?" Like, I don't know. You don't tell do me. I don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, yeah I just don't do it. It's valid. It's pretty true. Important to me. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, everyone dating musicians, crazy. 
Um, well, that's it for our episode. Leo, thanks for being on. It's always awesome. It's so great I to have you guys our here. biggest fan on the show. No, I actually... I, <laughs> You're like meow. No, we love you. No, I Come love back anytime. On. I I love uh, I love this show very much. I do. I love coming on. I don't. Do. I don't listen to it. I know. I, I know you love talking. Good. I'm sure it's good. It is I don't hear other people talk. No, you hear yourself talk. It's fine. You're almost. <laughs> and you, I like when you talk. You like Melissa, me? I like when yeah. Melissa talks too. Yeah. Well, that's you don't talk enough. You talk. Well, well, you talk enough for everybody. Also, <laughs> FYI, <laughs> you're right. You would, should we also have a whole episode? We do get monthly episodes where it's just just Melissa. Yeah. I know. I actually do that because you post the photos and I see the photos. Do you follow um, our Insta- our podcast Instagram account? I don't know. You should follow it right yeah, now. It's will, really good. It makes some sure. great edits. Mm. And we got some great video edits too. I love that. Um, where can people check you out? Uh, property management company. <laughs> Shut that I work the fuck for. Up. Uh, uh, who like is my, Leo? My, I am Leo. Yeah, who is Leo on Instagram? Um, I don't really use Twitter, but it's I am Leo Howard. Howard. Yep. Remember when uh, I told you that and you yeah. didn't realize that it was the call and response essentially? Who is Leo? I am Leo. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. wow, I didn't realize. So I was like, Remember okay. when you bring that up every time yeah. he's on this show? Because it's fucking <laughs> genius. Okay, well, where else can people find you? Do you want to promo anything you're in right now? Uh, I am. You can check me out at CBS All Access. Uh, there is a show called Why Women Killed. It's streaming right now. Mm-hmm. Ten episodes. It's a fun show. If you like um, if you like Desperate Housewives in that ballpark. And then I am a recurring on Legacies on CW. Yeah. Um, well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, review us. We're over on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We get lots of questions. You can just go to don'tblameme.show to find out exactly where everything is. We are on Instagram at don'tblammemepod. And if you're just listening, you can watch on YouTube, see the video version, all that stuff. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, we have our private exclusive Facebook group. So uh, join, request. You have to answer the questions. Yeah, there's some people that have sent in requests with no questions answered. So you're just going to be sitting there to answer those questions. And this is for everybody's protection because mm-hmm. we get so many people who like won't even call into the podcast. They're like, oh, my friends, like, I don't want my friends to hear. I don't want someone else, all of mm. that kind of stuff. So... We're doing this so we can like, you know, we can be candid and like open so we can like, we, yeah, we can get rid of those people who are just trying to like snoop. We're mm-hmm. all about secrecy. Yeah. We truly and We don't here. talk we money are. over the phone. No. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>